Hades, folks and gentlemen, we've made it. The end of Centralia, the rise of Lazarus. The fate of the city rests in these four people's hands. And I'm out of here! I get to pack my bags. I get to finally leave. K2 is coming with me. Why did I take you again? Huh? Oh, yes, right. The, uh... You are pretty useful, and, uh... Well, the folks back at the... Back at MGO proper are... Well, definitely going to be fine with this. Uh, curious where the new station is going to be. Don't need this office anymore, and the old one, well, may not be uh, able to support you, so... MMGO. Well, K is this side of the Mississippi, W is that side. Where is M? What call letter starts with M? Nah, I'm sure we'll figure it out later. For now... We get our train right out of here, we find Mac at the foothills of the headlands, and we're good. <sighs> I'm so excited. Well, ladies, folks, and gentlemen, it's the end of the line once again here at the Doom Train. And, uh, well, welcome to episode 33 of Centralia, the Rise of Lazarus, the crowning of kings. I'm not sure if we're going to keep the uh, intro music after this. Uh, we might need a new song for whatever the new series is, but uh, just in case, one last time, let's hear that good theme music. There it is. I've got to like this one. Happy to have you here, Craig. Um, yes. So, Mr. Creepy steps into the room, and with him comes this almost oppressive feeling that hangs in there. And actually, uh, as he enters the room, uh, all of the everyone else present in the room, which Fortunately, there aren't too many is sort of almost forced out by his uh, very presence. Uh, Talman sort of puts a, ha uh, puts a few fing fingers gingerly to her head, uh, retreating out. Uh, Grace doesn't seem bothered, but she follows. Uh, Nick, has, Nick had, of course, already left. And uh, yeah, Katarina sort of sidelines out, uh, out the door. Uh, you all feel this sort of oppressive aura that sort of hangs around uh, Creepy. Though, since becoming uh, elder vampires, you also notice that you can sort of withstand be being in his presence unveiled like this. Well... Never thought I'd see the day we'd actually be talking face-to-face, -face, not in the limousine. Peace. 
For we know each other well enough by now to do a little FaceTime. Indeed. As he talks, he sort of plucks out, uh, up a new cigar and begins to light it. So do you just like generate those, or do you have like, uh, you have, like a pocket you pull them out from? Do you buy them from somewhere? Cuban. Huh. Okay, just just normal cigars. Hmm. I thought they were magic or something. What's everything is magic in this city? You know, <laughs> I, I, you think I would learn that by now. Something yeah. so just second nature. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you before I don't really deal in magic. Eh, forgive me. I still have some amount of my old human way of thinking stuck in me. He has to stand very hounds uh, hunched over in the room, by the way. Like the bar is uh, is actually fairly high uh, high ceiling, but it's still sort of that he has to crouch over, which gives the impression that he's leaning over the four of you. Hmm. So, uh, well, I suppose you know why we've called you, seeing as how uh, you came in with came in looking forward to this conversation. I was in the neighborhood. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just a question that uh, crossed our mind a little while back, and you having access to a lot of people with technological know-how, I'd like to know something. How do you think uh, our dear old friend Lazarus here got into the got got a hold of the emergency broadcast system? That's not a very easy task. Are you trying to make it sound like you don't suspect him? Trying to make it sound like I don't suspect him, see if he'll tie his own rope for me. Mm. Uh, Then it's a deceit check. I I, I expect it as such. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Mm, that doesn't pass. Do I want to take the gamble? It's early. I can afford one luck point to see what happens. <laughs> I mean, if I fumble, <laughs> it'll be hilarious. Why does it always happen? We uh, you know, it was at least worth trying. And he succeeds on his insight as well. Yeah, yeah, Edgar Ross, the terrible liar, strikes again. (laughs) Oh, dear. He sort of (laughs) inhales uh, through the cigar and breathes out the cloud of smoke that sort of momentarily engulfs you, Edgar. He has big lungs. Ugh. Ah. Second hand. Oh, wait a minute. That's not an issue for me. I think we're all close enough to be candid with one another. Can we ever be in the city? Uh, 
I wish I could say that for everyone else in this town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Be Clearly kind of theory, sweet pie. Let him breathe. We think you assisted him. Maybe in some capacity, seeing as how, uh, well, we did, we did hook up some people you know with some people he knows in the long run. Ah, I thought you were going to go on and extrapolate. No, no, this is a very simple connection that we made. Nothing really insidious we can really find. Perhaps you intended to help him, perhaps you owed him a favor. We don't know your intent, we don't know your plans. So perhaps you telling us what you did or why you did it or anything like that, if, if you actually did, you might not have. But again... It is concerning. Say that I did help him. Why do you think I'd do such a thing? Well, your interests might be in alignment. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Both you and him have mentioned in the past that you're not big fans of the powers that be. Us getting you two, us unintentionally or accidentally or whatnot, getting you two to start communicating with each other might have been one of the alliances you were looking for. It's been beneficial to the two of us. I can't say anything else. That's fair. That's fair. So rather than me trying to convince you, why don't you try to convince us? Well, you see, well, when we first met you, we agreed with your worldview, did we not? We didn't like the powers that be to some extent. I, I gesture to the others. Do you agree with that statement? At the time, when we first started working with Creepy, did we all agree we weren't the biggest fans of the big three? We did. I think so, yes. We certainly and I don't think that's changed. And if no. that's the way you and I think, that we three think and you think, and if that's also the way you and Lazarus are thinking, then perhaps you can be able to persuade us about why this alliance with him has been working out very well and why it might be beneficial. So you're saying all of my bedmates should get in bed together? If you think it is ideal. Or at least have the chance to talk. Agree to things before sleeping together. There's got to be a better way to phrase that. Ugh. I assume somebody has to laugh at that, please. Mm, you see... Uh... <laughs> 
my train of thought was stacking the, the decks so no matter which side wins, I'll win. Clever. I didn't, I didn't consider that as an option. I really didn't consider that as an option. That That's actually a really good point that he's just playing both sides of a possible conflict. Hmm. Of course, if all of you were to just get along to seed a bit for, of the board for me and my kind, I suppose I see no harm in all of you working together. What did Lazarus promise you in regards to your kind? If he promised anything at all. A seat. The proverbial table. Hmm. Whether we like it or not, glances at, uh, at Elias. At Elias. Well, we did agree to that, basically, when we took these jobs. And, you know, from what we've encountered from our time in the other realms. They're not the worst kind in the world. It's very neutral, if we're honest. It's going to be a hard Which is why I'm not working against you. Indeed. But you have ways of arranging meeting in between individuals. Certainly, mm -hmm. at least those individuals, I know where they are. If you had a ch If you could arrange the chance for us to finally meet this guy face to face, sit down and fully... Uh, talk things out. That could be a that could be an opportunity. You do I realize, Edgar, sweet pie, and sort of leans down to put his two eyes in front of yours. And that you're asking a really dangerous thing, don't you? It is, and I will not confirm it in this meeting. I wish to give us time to fully decide as a group before we endeavor such things. But I'm putting the offer on the table. He lifts his hat back and stares back. He continues to look in, into your eyes, and again, this just feeling of someone putting a spiritual weight on your shoulder is just increased by how uh, how close in proximity to you is. Can I make a willpower just to kind of like, I'm not going to say like I can't like resist the full thing, but to kind of like still be standing and like in spite of it? Yeah, sure. I mean, you can stand in spite of it, but you can roll a willpower to essentially show that you're unaffected. That I'm, that I'm unaffected. If you you know, just, just kind of a bit of a power move. 
I'm not sure if my resist magic thing would apply here, but we'll it, it it would, but I mean it's a purely thematic rule for you. It's purely thematic. <laughs> uh, passes with the ability, but not without. Yeah, then you pass. It's like, uh, and it's just uh, Edgar in this sort of like little symbolic moment kind of shows like a little bit of a lack of fear. Definitely, you know, stands up, notices a uh, doc beside him, and just. Mm-hmm. And he smiles, showing these uh, white teeth that seems to, uh, well, that are sharp to begin with, uh, but also seems to be uh, sort of attempting to drip out of his mouth, staying put through some. Uh, weird physiological factor. And it says... Understand... Were you to meet him... You might not walk away if you cannot part... amicably. If I can gather more... If I... I can gather more info and a little bit more leverage before the meeting. It is a risk that could be worth taking. Already we got a lot of leverage. You can you can clearly see standing this close and being able to actually look him in the eye. Uh, you do actively see the wheels turning in his head. Uh, clearly what you're saying is triggering thoughts and ideas on his his side as well. And he says, I'll happily facilitate a meeting as a middleman between you and him. All right. Oh, and uh, one little thing that just crossed my mind. You put him on the jury, didn't you? I helped. Clever. Very clever. (laughs) Said I'm not opposed to stacking the deck. Perhaps he is worth talking to. I have a question of my own, sweet pies. Shoot. Yes. And he sort of takes half a step back just so he can actively watch all four of you. Oh no. What are your plans once all this is over? (laughs) Well, guys. As in, shifts uncomfortably. As in, what do you expect us to do in a life 
post this post the war and if we all live to tell the tale if we push through this if Sincralia still stands once all this is done world still needs where good. do you foresee yourselves world still needs good detectives I'll probably actually stay in the city if I'm honest used to hate it here but well you give so much Reopen the agency. Stay private. And just restart and do it better this time. And be street legal, too. Back to the status quo for Ross, then. I'd say an improved status quo. Creepy sort of looks over to the other three seems to be wanting to hear from all of you. I'll try to get back into politics. I don't believe that for the foreseeable time I can be a politician, but I can most certainly be active. Even though my friend here has mostly attention on him at the moment, I'll be sure I can be an influential figure soon enough. Going. Have to be here or not? It's up for the base, but the way I see it, unless we change some stuff, my my business here is fairly dead, it seems. But we're not there yet, so we'll see what happens. Couldn't say. Maybe that's something you should be figuring out. <laughs> or someone else will decide for you. Maybe that's the way it'll go. Well, it sounds like none of you are strictly opposing my own goals. Know that however this falls out, I've enjoyed working with the four of you and you will always be welcome in my organization. Appreciate it. I think you and I especially, Elias, hmm. will see much of each other. I'm sure we will. We got entangled in this little adventure of yours, of ours. Well, sweet pies, send me a text when you want to set up the meeting. 
Okay. Roger. Mm-hmm. Will do. And stop pussyfooting around the network. He says as he begins to, uh, to, uh, to turn around. <laughs> if I wanted to fuck you over, I would have done so already. And with those words, he sort of dodges uh, under the uh, under the door frame as he steps out and climbs back into the limo. Well, that went really well. Surprisingly. It certainly makes sense the position he took. If both people work out, no matter which side wins, he benefits. And he adjusts him too hard. But I don't like being betrayed too often. Yeah, me neither. So what's the next move? I think we need to assemble the people we got. Assess our resources, accumulate all the knowledge we can, and and then I think we need the whole group to decide if we want to go, if we want to make this Lazarus discussion or not. Not just the four of them. Mm. I do so hate democracy. Ah, you really are the worst authoritarian ever. <laughs> I mean, you've seen people. I've seen it, but I still believe in democracy to some extent. Look, these people all came to us joining us, not wanting to pick a side in this conflict. At least most of them did. But hmm. well, the only one I think it's going to be hard to convince about this would probably be anybody who has desires to see one specific faction prevail, i.e. it's going to be hard to convince Tariq about this. Hmm. Hmm. Do we have anyone that we haven't considered yet that we're willing to look into, or maybe a lead that maybe one of the others might have? Because I think we're taxing our resources at this point. I don't think we. I, I could name anyone else. I, I can't. Elias, nope. Because really use a whiteboard with just load of pins and threads. I can't believe you don't have one. <laughs> Man, this place could use a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Doc? Hmm? Any ideas? No. Then I think it's best that we gather all of our sources. And we just convene. Hopefully Nick can find that place to meet. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll join him for that little adventure and see if that takes us anywhere. Hmm. You all use a giant bonding activity. 
please no. All right. Uh, did Nick leave yet, or? Uh, you don't think so? Hmm. Sort of the bar is empty at least, uh, except for the four of you right now. Yeah. Everyone else retreated. Quiet at last. Tell them they can come out now. <laughs> come out! It, it's he's gone. <laughs> oh well, Katarina has sort of given you the privacy to talk since she could see you through the window. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, she resumes her seat. Uh, Talaman and Grace come back. Uh, Talaman looking uh, uh, a little har um, harried, but uh, otherwise fine. Uh, fortunately, a lot of the humans have been uh, sleeping or resting or been out, so they haven't really been here. Well, uh, Nick pops up as well. Well, the meeting went well. Yes, you can see that. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. like the room felt really weird there for, that, there for a moment. What the fuck was it? Like some sound waves or something? It's just his presence and what is what he does. Yes. So you know, when we say we've been to other dimensions, remember that he exists. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fuck man, and I missed it. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't miss much, honestly. The novelty wears off after you've seen him once or twice. Yeah, honestly. Ten feet tall, a bunch of phones. <laughs> kind of a dick. Miscolored eyes. Cigar smoke everywhere. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I mean, missed all the good shit. <laughs> yeah. If you wish. Yeah. You can think of it that way. So... Uh, so what we got is an interesting thing. Our boss here, well, our worst suspicions have been have been confirmed, but he's not actively against us. So he is working with Lazarus. And, and us. If he won, again, he thinks that like the way he put it, if Lazarus wins, he benefits. If we win, we benefit. He benefits. He just wants to make sure it's not the mayor. It'd help if he had some fucking morals, though. And he's looking out after his own kind. That's his intent. Yes. Talaman looks like she disagrees, but she doesn't voice it. Mm. If you want to voice your opinion, you're at your discretion. Well, I just be careful about working with someone who is fine with a war criminal. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Edgar thinks about the loadedness of that statement, but doesn't give it too much of a thought. Mm. Still, though, kind of hurts. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I was a war criminal. Come on. <laughs> oh, do you say that? No, no. no. But at the same time, you know, like, he knows what she means. It's like, it's like working with people who have committed atrocities. You could argue what I did was You've good. also done... We, we've also done that. Um... Yeah, you, you, you think the atrocity thing was her point more than just generally a war criminal. Yeah. Ugh. But when we're left looking for a moment of unity, whatever the hell that, what, what we now determine is just bringing people together. There's not much you can really do except have to work with people you're not the biggest fan of. Yeah. That being said, if we could work not with Lazarus, it'd be ideal. But, eh. so, Anyone in here got any, anyone in here got any contacts they haven't told us about? Friends of friends, people that they might know in higher up places? ETC? Well, that no. I can think of. I mean, uh, Tarik has sort of been standing in the door to the sleeping area. Says, "I might be able to put you in contact with Lisa, but that's that's about it." Yeah, we're in contact with her pretty well. We've done a couple of favors for her, essentially. I do wonder if she'd be willing to assist us in this. Hmm. Can't say I much like the idea of working for the man who has imprisoned my maker, but I suppose that gets me closer to freeing her. That's the question. We would, I, I would like to gather everybody if we we're going to discuss this as a genuine possibility, but at this point, if one of our greatest benefactors has us in a situation where if either loses, but the other one wins, then that's fine. If we generate a both wins, we both win scenario, then while a bit subpar, it would mean that it would probably save more lives, get us more of what we want in the long run. But at the same time, we'll feel incredibly icky doing it. Mm. Harry, we want to compromise in. Is it? Well, compromise in general leaves everybody dissatisfied. Yeah. I've had to learn that. Mm. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> I mean, if Jeffrey is still working with with her, then I, I I could probably take a I could probably be a bit confident that like he could probably say a thing or two, but still, 
But we need all the help we can get. Any leverage in the situation would be ideal. Yep. Okay, before we go and decide we're going to talk to Lisa, let's actually figure out what could we say to convince her to join our little league. What are our goals? Well, let's see. We just did an assassination for her, but she already gave us a bunch of favors. Yes. We could say that, like, look, IMI is going to be brought down pretty low after all the events that have transpired, so if you want to be part of the new... Uh, balance of powers and the new distribution of powers, IMI needs to hop in on this. Like, Good you way. can have all the resources in the world you want in Centralia, but if the city gets nuked, you ain't gonna have any authority here anymore. <laughs> That's and always a good uh, argument. The classic, well, if the city gets nuked, uh, you don't have a company. <laughs> and if you join us, there's a chance we yeah. see through to the other side. Okay. D any other point can we possibly raise? It's solid, so. It's a solid point. Yeah. I think it's the best pitch we've got. Yeah. All right. Let's get us hooked up with Lisa. Luckily, we know she's in network. <laughs> meeting, yes. meeting the usual warehouse. Can we, can we still get to that warehouse? Maybe. You don't know. We'll do a text of that. Yeah, meeting the usual warehouse? Question mark. Like to talk about the future. She responds after a while. Uh, can't see you at IMI headquarters. That oh. works too. Yeah. Ooh, wanna go back there? At least this time we can go in as guests and not sneak in wearing uniforms. <laughs> yeah, let's. Well, the yeah. building. Let's like say we two. sneak back. No, we sneak back in. Take no, we can take the elevator though. Yeah. <laughs> you can just take the elevator. It's Instead a long ride up. up inside it. Yep. Already an improvement. Mm. Uh, another text comes with I'll make room in my schedule for you. Uh, message in advance so uh, so I know that you're coming and don't phone me. Don't what? Burn you. Okay, cool. Wait, shit. Hmm. 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 All right. Got that written out. Uh, let's see. What? So, like, what's going to be an ideal time for this? I mean. Is it going to have to be tomorrow, is what I'm asking. Oh, no. Uh, she, she'll be fine with, like, as long as you tell her uh, in advance, she'll clear her schedule. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Be over in still early in the early in the night. Uh yeah, it's only about seven. Yeah. Midnight. Wax? Yeah. Mm. She says that she uh you're welcome. Got it. Mm. All right. We got a little bit of time if there's anything we want to just discuss or handle, but uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a brief moment to collect myself. <laughs> Look, I know I put on a tough face, but standing up to creepy. Oof. <laughs> didn't so like easy. the way he was looking at you. Yes. I didn't like his ugly face. Ooh. <laughs> nah, no. Gotta love having that. Gotta love having that oomph. <laughs> I wonder what's beautiful to a ghoul. Gray says. Another ghoul? Another ghoul. Their own kind. A world where they are happy. Not condemned to the sewers. Maybe. Who knows? Apparently cigars. I, I still like Methuselah now. Wait, that's his name? Pretty sure I've told you this. Have you? I can't recall. <sighs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Methuselah. Yeah. That's, that's so his name, apparently. Eh. Speaking of which, uh, Grace, you said Methuselah helped you out once? Yeah. Uh, what'd he do? He got me out of uh, the woods. I was very small, I can barely remember. But I was stuck in all these, well, rock everywhere and so much dust dust so so much dust and I uh, I wasn't entire I haven't entirely been myself hmm. he got me out of there eh, fascinating I mean it can't be all bad that's just a you thing to say You know, Elias, I swear, you will always be the, the cynical half of everything, and I'm the hard-boiled detective of the two. Uh, balance has to be kept. <sighs> nah, come on, everybody knows the hard-boiled detective thing's just a front. But, uh, I, uh... Hmm, you're sealing that away from him. I always picture Edgar like a soft kinder. Oh. What? What? I don't <laughs> know what's inside, but you know what's a surprise. Uh, if my face could turn red with both anger and embarrassment, it would right now. Take that as a compliment. <sighs> fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. We've got like a pretty decent window of time, right? 
Oh, yeah, we got about, like, five hours, and we'll still have to probably stealth across town again. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, fortunately, I won't miss. Fortunately, it is in uh, the coal strike, uh, as said. So, actually, getting there is fairly easy for you guys. It's it's more than when you need to head to another area of time, town. You need to do that. Yeah. Ah, perfect. This is easy. Because in yeah, this, yeah. with distances uh, such as these, uh, well, not only do you know the area, uh, but it's also like not the main area of fighting. Like, ironically, the Cold Strait is actually the most peaceful part of town uh, right now. So, yeah, if the four of you just want to sit down and have a think for a moment and then head out, that's fine. I think that's uh, I think that's just in order. I was gonna try that devotion role I mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and you said I had to explain what I was trying to do. Yes. Okay. Well, this is a really clumsy attempt at the kind of communion I had with Chi. I I <laughs> just I want to talk. I want to know what does it want. Am I heading in the right direction? Please, for the love of God, take some of this power out of my hands. Just take control. Help. <laughs> yeah, you can make a devotion roll. Okay. See what happens. Let's see. It, probably nothing. I just... I've, she's feeling kind of helpless and she's gra like grasping at straws. So. And my, my keyboard's... A Oh, keyboard. No, Damn it, keyboard. Does that also. I don't think it does. Hmm. Uh, let me see. It doesn't, but it would if I flipped it. So I'm going to flip it. You have these, you like try to channel your, uh, your thoughts and your questions down into your core where uh, the serpent seems to dwell. And there's this twisting and turning sensation and again this feel that it's trying to communicate something with you but the differences uh, between the languages that you're using is just so incredibly vast that getting even the simplest idea across is difficult however you do get the feeling at, uh, at the end when you're just about to give up out of sheer frustration with this fucking serpent. Uh, one word pushes through and it's simply continue. Mm -hmm. And that's all that you managed to sort of wriggle out of its fundamentally eldritch uh, system of thought. That's good. And then the four of you, after thinking for a while, maybe thinking about what you actually want to do after this, now that Creep has actually raised the question, Maybe some of you didn't realize there was an after. 
after that you head down to IMI and uh, there's again some uh, weaving through the streets that you have to do uh, avoid the very few patrols that are out uh, at one point you hear a massive explosion that you swear uh, sets the ground shaking for a few moments uh, but uh, it wasn't anywhere close to you so it's officially not your problem uh, <laughs> <laughs> And you push on, and IMI's uh, head officers appears before you. Uh, and just as you're closing in, you notice that on another street, uh, not the one you're approaching from, uh, flame seems to just blossom up and completely engulfs the person who was standing there uh, until it disappears again. Uh, the flames just gone as if they were never there, uh, leaving a shard corpse on the ground. That's the security system! Well then. Well! Vampire proof for certain. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh boy. That's a dent has to do with that before. Uh, one second. We're here! Send. Yeah, it's thinking. Yeah, send a message. <laughs> uh, it takes a few minutes, but then you get a response back with, you may approach. Good, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Okay. Step. <laughs> Step. 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 <laughs> You approach, and weirdly, after the attack by you, Creep, and the ghouls and such, uh, the may the headquarter office of IMI seems to have been largely restored, at least the outside. Uh, the windows that have been broken have already been replaced uh, somehow, uh, even uh, though the city is largely at war. And if not for the fire thing you'd seen uh, a few minutes back, uh, I am I. The building almost looks peaceful. Huh. If it wasn't for a whole like uh, a whole company of ashers uh, standing around. Mm. And as you approach, uh, one of them uh, looks up, uh, a uh, middle-aged woman, and says, Your lease is midnight? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Follow me. You got it, boss. Ah, oh, not the boss. She is. That's what I call people. Oh, Esker, so quick to oh. follow information. You never call me boss. No, I call you pal. Yeah. <laughs> same as how I call Doc Doc and Elias boss as well. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to think it's just because you keep forgetting our names, you're too polite to say so. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what... How do you forget me? 
No, it, it, it it's fine. I remember all of your names. It, it, it's Vicky, right? I'm kidding. I'll tell you. Ass, let's get moving. Uh, yeah, as you have sort of bantered with each other, uh, she, with her military discipline, hasn't been engaging. Uh, uh, you sort of head into a side corridor that then leads into this pretty neutral looking room with an elevator you didn't know uh, existed. Of course, you haven't been to IMI so much. And she says, this one will take you straight to the top. Okay, nice. And it sort of opens into this velvet lined elevator. Actually, hmm. all right, you get let's in. do this. Yep, yep, I, I suppose. Yeah, you get in, and uh, there's no button or anything, it just the moment it closes, it starts heading up uh, and hmm. it keeps climbing up. There's no windows or anything, there's no music, there's just this velvet box that takes you upward. Oh, that's rather dull. Um, it's a surprisingly speedy affair. Uh, and as you get to, well, the very top, it uh, opens up and you notice that you're entering pretty much from one of, uh, one of the corners of this uh, brutalist mahogany temple office where you met uh, Rasmus last time. Uh, you see that the desk is still there. Uh, the center of the room has been taken over by this huge brazier. Uh, that's like, uh, and it is huge. It's like easily seven or eight meter in diameter uh, and burning with a flame. Uh, hot enough that uh, your vampire senses sort of scream warning at you for being mm. so close to a fire this big. Ooh, it's a bit hot, isn't it? The room is largely empty. Uh, you notice that by the fire is this uh, huge, uh, huge man. He is uh, Supremely tall, seems made of muscle, uh, though he seems to be in his 70s almost, with this huge gray beard uh, and bald head, uh, clad in an Asher uniform. And he's just sort of standing by the fire, looking into it. Uh, as, as you guys enter, he sort of glances over at you and gives an up, uh, up nod and looks back into the fire. Hmm. Uh, Lisa is standing by one of the walls, which, and again, you didn't know this, uh, apparently the wooden panels uh, on the wall can be moved to the side uh, because it has been, and she's looking out the window to watch the city. Where, despite the heat in the room, uh, she is not sweating. Uh, the man is, but she isn't. Well, how do you like the new office? <laughs> huh. It's too big, frankly. 
I'll have to rework some things, but now isn't a good time. Hmm. Yeah, with the war going on, especially. Uh, you notice as well that uh, she's not wearing a full suit now. Uh, she's wearing uh, the dress pants and the shoes and the white shirt, but she has rolled up the white shirt to, re to reveal this swir swirl of tattoos that cover all of her right, uh, right arm. Strangely similar to Rasmus's tattoos. Interesting. No, it was, I think it was your end, but yeah. Well, she, she turns from the window and uh, takes a few, uh, takes a couple steps towards you. So, putting her hands on her hips. What we were curious mm -hmm. about is that we, is that uh, with the war going on, there is the inevitable fact that, uh, well, if one side wins, the, well, if one side wins, the mayor takes over the entire town, essentially, and that puts IMI in a bad position. On the other hand, if the other side wins, well, then the U.S. government comes in and is probably going to bomb this city to hell and back. Mm -hmm. So, not a good position for IMI. So... We're curious. You got any allegiances you're willing to? You got any allegiances you're that you committed to? And if so, can we persuade you that you should join our little cause? We've worked well together in the past. She sort of sh uh, shakes her head a bit uh, and goes like. There was so many assumptions there uh, that uh, I don't really know where, where to get started with it. Uh, um, fun, fun, fun. Let's go through it one at a time. All <laughs> right. Mayor wins the conflict. What happens to IMI? Akapo just jumped to what you're offering. Right, right. You don't like it when we waste your time. Our <laughs> offer is simple. We have our I thought for offer. a moment you'd learned that, but then you started to just go on and on. <laughs> old habits die hard point being yo we got our own little group our own little group consisting of a whole bunch of factions across the entire city interested in seeing this conflict through and that the balance of powers works out for for all involved except except for the mayor who is clearly not had the interest of anyone but but just himself So you want to fuck quick over? That's for certain. Hmm. And once the bombs start falling? We have a solution for the bombs. We've seen a lot of things, and we think that we can pull off a solution to the bombs. Right, I mean, that sounds cool. Yeah. But, like... I could just say that I have a solution to the bombs. Yeah, you got a point, but... Well... We've seen a lot of crazy stuff after going down and... After going down in there. 
and there is a okay i'm never sure how to describe what it is we have access to can anybody in this group come up with a good term uh, power magic is too general magic is too general power is too generic oh, uh, we ourselves barely even know what it is. There's no good way to sell it. We have access to a uh, large supply of energy that could theoretically be activated and uh, used to uh, detect, prevent, I don't know. Not a bad answer. Right, so you have access to this energy that you think saves the city, why, why the fuck aren't you using it to take over already? The problem is, is that we need a moment of unity to create, to get this to work. Sounds <laughs> like a bunch of hippie bullshit, I'm aware. <laughs> I, I swear, Edgar, it's only you I have these conversations with. Uh, <laughs> well, if my compatriots are so bold. Okay, so you need a moment of unity to get access to a power that will protect the city. Exactly. Yes. Literally, yeah. That's all there is to it. Yes. And so you need me. As many as we can. And you're just gonna wipe the mayor off the board then? If at all possible. Yes. Well, won't you need that for a moment of unity? I mean... Or are you getting him on board as well? As we have been discussing with other powers in the city, it is apparent that one of the two sides must be allied with, unless there is some other great power you're aware of that we don't know about. Well, I am I, but you're already talking to us. Yes. But mm. that's why we came. Yes. <laughs> right, so two things. I am I gets to keep its independency. We're free to operate in the city, uh, in the city as we wish, of course, not breaking any laws and shit like that, so, uh, that's not a problem. But we won't be run over by any new legislations and bullshit or whatever your new uh, get-together hippie group wants to talk. I think, I think we can agree to that. I think that works. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds reasonable enough. Reasonable enough agreements? Yes. Plus, I mean, the Elias here is a politician type, so like, yeah. Do you want to, do you, Elias, do you want to make any sort of skill rule that you think might be relevant to see for your political savvy? Hmm. I could try that. I mean, I won't immediately uh, have to. I wouldn't have too much to say in me. Yes, but... yeah, you can make a politics roll if you want. On it. 
plus 18. <laughs> so so oh, 53 wow. was the roll. Wait, what? <laughs> that was probably from an improvement check. Uh, <laughs> it's 53 yeah, a success. That tells you a lot about my day. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, from just hearing this first part of what she wants, she's essentially saying, I'll join this alliance as long as I don't have to compromise. As long as she can just keep, keep doing what, what they're already doing and don't have to change. That's essentially what she said. I mean, we don't really lose much out on that, boss, yeah, I mean, if, if that is the case. If that is yeah. the case, IMI was probably going to exist either way in this scenario, since they're not really involved. Yeah. You can't stop mega corporations. <laughs> How weak willed of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're right with it being the way it is. Yep. Just keep IMI the way they are, and they'll help out in it by any means possible. You know what? That's not a bad deal. Well, it's not. I know I've had worse deals. Second, we'll only join in uh, on a strike on the mayor if you're guaranteed to win. If you're going to make some convoluted plan of, I don't know what the fuck, I don't care. If you're going to make some convoluted <laughs> plan that has even the slimmest chance of failure, fine. You try and kill him that way, if you please. We'll only take, uh, join in on taking him in on. If it's clear fucking cut brute force, we win. Fair. Yes. Yeah, then I'm fine. Right, cool. Mm -hmm. And since you're only talking about quick, I assume you have the vampires fixed. Slightly up in the air, we are we are still in talks. We will confirm we will confirm the or we will confirm this as soon as we have the news. Well then it's definitely not clear cut until you have that. But yeah, sure. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Again. Seeing what your terms are, that's it. But if that's your terms, then you got. Then I think that's a fair deal. Hmm. At least that's my um, <laughs> I work to do, so just get in touch whenever the fuck you need me. All right. It's probably going to be. She returns to the window and uh, sort of raises her shin uh, and seems to be looking at something. Uh, and she raises her arm and some of the tattoos on her arm seems to just flare up in, uh, in this fiery energy as fire leaps from the bonfire on, uh, on her arm seems to be swall uh, swallowed up by the tattoos, and she gestures down at the street. And you do see light uh, somewhere outside. It's just some fire seems to briefly flare up and die.
Yeah, that's terrifying. It certainly is a thing. Like a child with a magnet glass. She seems to consider you dismissed. Mm. All right, let's leave. You need you leave, and again, the sort of gray bearded fellow gives you another sort of nod of farewell as you go. Well, that was certainly uh, very quick. Uh, God, I hate negotiating with Lisa. Mm. She's a bitch for sure. I can't speak my mind. Mm. But at least, look, uh, I assume I'm going to say something very controversial once we're out of the building and a few paces away. Yeah, well, you get out of the building and start to head back, and you sound like you want to talk for a bit, so I'll just be right back briefly. Look, okay. the short of it is, is that at the end of the day, IMI, no matter what, due to the shakeup, has been brought down a few pegs. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. by the end of this, all the other factions are up a few pegs, so we're still honoring the the deals we've made so far. Mm -hmm. Like, IMI was always going to exist, but basically having the, them having our back just basically means the others get brought up a couple steps. Yes, yes, but I agree. All right. That's what I see. Mm. Well, now that we've gotten that handled, and we still don't know how, and since there's basically no way for us to talk to uh, the, the Remollies at this point, mm. I think mm. we've gathered everyone we can. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. We have most of like the factions we know of in the city so it comes down to discuss I mean, the discussion with lazarus but again we have let's gather everyone and hold a discussion yes let's all meet up at the meeting spot get representatives from everyone and then we can decide what we think is going to be our best move i think everyone agrees fuck the mayor Fuck some uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, his intentions are obvious. Yes. It's Lazarus who is still too unknown, and if he is worth compromising with. We have to... I want us... I want this to make sure that, like, this is a decision we can agree to, because we think it's going to work out for us in the long run. But I want to know how everyone feels about this. Because this is not what they signed up for. Uh, such a good doer you are. But sure. We'll Look, talk we to don't the rest. Talk to the rest, gather them all up, and we have this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Who is everyone? Well, basically... We already know what IMI thinks. There's no need to invite them to the yes. round table. But we would need to discuss with Nick, everyone at the candle, uh, a representative from the Forge Mean Society, somebody from Arioxel Group, and mm -hmm. uh, what other gangs have we allied ourselves with? Uh, 
probably some representative from Creepy, or yeah, at least probably. a video call from him. Yeah. Good to know that we don't have to worry about the phone lines, at least. Yep. And am I forgetting anyone? I'm trying to think. Uh... Oh no, that makes you feel scared. <laughs> That's all I know. Think of. Are, are we forgetting anyone? Maybe pray or DM over. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Thank you. I think we are forgetting. I think that's everybody we got. That's everybody we got, which is still pretty good. The resistance. <laughs> La resistance. Let us meet. Let us meet. Tomorrow night, and we will discuss at whatever this place is Nick has found, which hopefully he's found it. Yes. Yeah, let's talk to him about that. He sounded a bit up in the air about it yesterday. Mm. He said he would find it today. Mm-hmm. Yes. All, all right. Tonight, I That stupid kid, but I'll get him some. <laughs> so... Gather Let's get back. Back to the candle we go. You get back to the candle. Uh, mostly everyone is assembled. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, since you want to do a group talk. Would this be the opportunity? Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. Gather round, gather round. We got a decision we need to make. <laughs> so we talked to Creepy today. Guy in charge, the guy who basically helped organize this whole thing. And we've officially confirmed the fact that he has indeed been working with Lazarus. His point was that to him, he works with Lazarus and he wins, he gets what he wants. He works with us, and we win. He gets what he wants. But an idea, as I've been tossing around in my head, is the question of what are Lazarus's intentions? And, uh, and if they are necessarily contradictory to ours. I do not want to enter an alliance with him if, the, if we all agree that this is a bad, bad idea. But we must fully consider this possibility if it means the chance that we can that we can all leave alive getting what we want and resolving this much more quickly those are the, the sides we're weighing now i'm not gonna ask the gm to like give like an in-character speech for everybody about what their opinions are but if you just want to like give the summary <laughs> of each of them that's fine so the fact that he's evil isn't enough and that's Taloma. Uh, Kater uh, and Katarina uh, voices, nor that he was instrumental in starting the first vampire war. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tariq seems a bit on, uh, on the fence with, uh, with the whole. I don't like what he did to Erica, but I think peace will be a bigger chance for me of getting her out, and maybe if we deal with him, he'll agree to letting her go once this is all over. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo is just keen for the conflict to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he, he he makes it clear. I find Lazarus morally uh, uh, morally a monster, but we can't do anything about that while the city is burning. Uh, Grace is just happy to be part. <laughs> oh, bless her. And because I'm also interested. All right, let's suppose the situation's reversed. Let's suppose that we agree that Lazarus is a monster who cannot be negotiated with. Any reason why we should agree and take sides with the mayor? The only one who seems to be even willing to think about that is Katarina. Which makes sense. Yes. Uh, none of the others really seem keen on working with the mayor. He has very much shown that he's just uh, the mayor is totalitarian and wants all the vampires dead. No, uh, like a, a, a good half of the room are vampires. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Katarina. No way in hell are we siding with the mayor. Even if you agree with his anti-vampire stance, the, the, the sheer totalitarianism of it all is something I think most of us can agree is not a good idea. Agree to disagree. <clears throat> eh. Can't argue that right now. But fair enough. Alright. So, if we... Okay, so if the majority is agreed on the mayor, and we're a bit torn on the Lazarus idea, unless there turns out to be some other third great army that we haven't fully considered, <laughs> and I have... And I have discussed, and I have discussed with IMI if they are ever to help us. Uh, you know, they need like a, an assurance that you know whatever we do is a sure thing. So one of those sides needs to be at a side with the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the mayor. Yeah, <laughs> nuke the nuke city. city, kill them all. No, no, fuck this place. Um. <laughs> The question is, do we think opening a line with of communication with Lazarus would necessarily entail us having to agree to his ideas? I think the important thing, if you're going to work with Lazarus, and it's Talaman being surprisingly vocal for once, is that you're not put in a position where he ends up in charge of all this. Exactly. He cannot be the one power to rule them all. If we work with him, he must be on equitable terms to all other factions. He can be no... If he makes any sort of power grab, it can be no greater than I am than whatever IMI gets at the end of this. Ideally, it would keep them in check, but... Ideally, we would all keep everyone in a basically equitable state. Yes. Tariq says, so he gets fanged up. Hmm. 
and you're not going to like that. I think that at the end of all this, me and Erica will move. Mm. I don't like it. I'm just trying to understand what it is discussing. That is a possibility. Mm -hmm. And to be frank, though, it will be a miracle if we can even just get her alive. So yes. I at least owe you that much. No matter what, that is going to be one of the negotiation that's going to be on that has to be a thing that you get out of this. She that you get Erica back. He'll, I couldn't imagine him not agreeing to releasing Erica, assuming he gets flanked up. He has already taken it. It would be a fair trade. But now we have the other parts to consider. Creepy would be satisfied with this deal. But again, he is definitely an immoral, horribly terrible war criminal, a monster amongst men, monster amongst vampires even. <laughs> so what are you to, so what are you to do against this kind of against this kind of fella? The only way you could convince him to basically stop any of the things he's done is to convince him that his method doesn't work. I mean, what has Lazarus done aside from take over Fang Fangtown? Not much. Yes. Speak up, Vidya. Well, I mean... Yes, he's taken Fang Town, but it's obvious he's affected many people as well. We just don't know what to, to what extent. I mean, mm -hmm. if we lead the coalition and he and he basically supports it, well, there's our moment of unity. There's mm -hmm. our chance to take back the city. Yes. So this all. Yeah. As long as the mayor's gone, it wouldn't be a moment of unity. Otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> Once the mayor's yeah. out of the picture, all sides are united. Hmm. And I'm going to be frank. It's weird of me to say this. None of you are aware of this fact, but I have just confirmed it with with Creepy. Yeah, Creepy put him on the jury for the trial. And if... And if, I don't know what to say about that. Um, it makes me biased to give him a bit of a benefit of the doubt. I will fully admit that it has made me biased in this opinion. So, 
I'm going to state a small conflict of interest, and I leave it up to the three of you to make the final decision. Well, so. the way I see it is a terrible decision, but it's better than no decision at all. I... It's... I think it may be the only valid option, perhaps. What else do we have? If we need to get everything together in one, how else? That's, that's just it. This, this is it. This is all we've got. <laughs> it's a hell of a shot. With a lot riding on it. So we, I think we did it. Um, the only thing left is to set up a meeting with Lazarus. Hmm. Hmm. Do you want to do that? And how do you phrase the message? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm, uh, this isn't my wheelhouse, guys. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Come on, this is the final boss. <laughs> the final oh, negotiation yeah. boss. Oh, yeah, the final. It's not a fight at all. It's a negotiation. Even worse. A, a message to Lazarus. Arrange a meeting. The ultimate boss. <laughs> uh, how are you? I guess just, we you have a proposition like for a... you. Can we meet? Go. Yeah, we could do that. We want to try and like Tyson, maybe. I don't know if he'll agree or not to just a basic uh, let's meet. We have a proposition. Let's let's meet. And yeah. you send that to Creepy, okay. and Creepy passes that along. If that's well, really, everyone yeah. on board. Hey. <laughs> if we need I... to add, it's like I, I'm prepared to also compromise with a if need be, Methuselah moderates. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't take too long uh, until a message comes back, maybe uh, half an hour ish, uh, where creepy texts. Um, he asks if you can uh, if you can come to Fangtown, and uh, he'll guarantee a safe passage. Hmm. To so meet on his turf. We will have to. I expected this much. Yes. Fair enough. said it's the only option because it seems all decisions like that now <laughs> <laughs> he says that he looks forward to it lovely cool. uh, when <laughs> anyone else get a chill 
about how late is it? He can meet you first thing tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, at this point, get some rest. Say your goodbyes if you need to. <laughs> drink your last drinks and drink have your last bits of blood. Come hell or high water. Yeah, belly of the beast side. Yeah. I'm not the middle. <laughs> belly of the whale, you mean? It was fun. Yeah. Wait, what? And the four of you go and have a rest until then? Or? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Anyone's got anything to say? Now is the time. Definitely. Belly of the Beast is in fresh of this. So is Whale. I got confused. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's an expression. Yeah, Belly of the Whale is also an expression. Both are equally enigmatic. Neither yeah. are things which you want to be swallowed by. So it all, it all pans out. Yeah, I guess. You all go and rest for the evening. And again, you dream. You dream of this island in the middle of nowhere. Uh, with the house and the lighthouse made of rock. You hear the faint creaking of a rocking chair. Uh, and then you all wake up again. Mm. Mm. Our lighthouse dreams continue. Mm. More even. It must be to find the door. There must be see? what we see at the end of it. We're getting closer. You did see the first thing. Yeah. Let's get this over with. The four of you make your way to Fangtown, and most of the conflict is centered between. Um, well, on the downtown area between between the two quarters. So, uh, approaching Fangtown from the south isn't actually a super big issue. Like you clearly you clearly all see that there are scouts set out to make sure that the uh, mayor's force forces doesn't make a sort of sneak around and come at it this way. Uh, but uh, they've also clearly been informed. Uh, to let you buy because no one bothers you. Mm. However, the most unnerving thing you see is people clad in fairly basic grade tactical gear. Uh, but they are, many of them uh, are half rotting and shambling across the street. Ah, uh, the zombies. And one of them is actually approaches you, uh, sort of stands still straight in front of you. Salute it? 
the moment you start moving, it raises one arm and makes a beckoning gesture. And it does that for about 10 seconds. Okay. Before the arm drops and it turns around and it starts to walk again. Let's follow it. I guess. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. Yep. If the cold straight felt uh, felt dead um, with a lack of uh, activity, then surely this is some kind of near crypt where the, all the de uh, dead bodies moving around. Uh, there's more than a few vampires who are moving with um, with enough speed and uh, speed and strength in how uh, in how they move that it's clear that no one really cares about looking human here anymore. And of course, it's hard to really care about that when there's so many corpses moving about, uh, about the street. Mm. Mm. Uh, oh. If there are any humans out, they are making a good job of not showing it. Mm. Though you'd assume there to be a few. Maybe some of the more subtle looking fellows. <laughs> but in any case, you, you're led through this, uh, well, fairly unburnt area of town uh, to, uh, up to Erica's former mansion. Uh, you notice that a few of the walls surrounding it has crumbled. There's plenty of holes in it. Uh, there's more zombies standing in those holes, sort of just keeping watch. Hmm. I must say, he certainly has his uh, tastes, it seems, in protection. And yeah. you're led up to the, ma uh, to the manor, which pretty much all the windows have been broken. For furniture and artwork and uh, all manner of things that you're sort of thrown about, clearly looted. Uh, and you're taken upstairs and led into what was uh, was formerly Erica's office. And uh, the desk has been, you think, thrown out the window. At least it looks that way. Okay. Uh, and it's a fairly naked room, uh, except that a moustache-clad man uh, in a, a dark leather coat uh, cornered in, uh, with fur uh, sits on a couch with his feet sort of thrown up on a footrest. And he smiles broadly as the four of you enter into the room. Ugh. And he says, ah, It makes a father so proud seeing yeah. his children all grown up. <laughs> I will say, but you didn't expect it to be that quickly, huh? They grow up so fast. <laughs> yeah. Mm. A puke is of good. You know, I'm a man who typically have to manage my expectations, but you have far outseeded them. Yeah. And I don't say that often. Uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, how do we do that? Come on, I want to know what my report card says. Uh, it would be telling, wouldn't it? Oh. 
<sighs> I don't know what all of you put together already, and uh, you know. You know I'm about not everything. Wonderful monologues. Hey, you ain't. Oh. But you put it all together, you know, everything that's happened up to this point. I assume you probably have all the information you'd ever need. I've noticed that you can never have too much information. Indeed. <laughs> that's probably why your friends would creepy. Oh. Yeah, he's good at that. Mm. You know, when all this started, I hadn't really counted on the They tend to always be... On the sidelines with big conflicts like this, but uh, I noticed that they were active in the city, and of course, you guys noticed that too. You're welcome, by the way. Would appreciate it if you didn't, yeah. you know, make my compatriots here kill them first, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> Could have done without that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we you were know, already gonna break a few eggs. Yeah, I mean, sure, but there was... Oh, you could have just had us talk to Creepy about this, you know. Then again... Yeah, see, the problem was he wasn't fucking answering my message, was he? Yeah, you got a point. Was he? But you you fixed that, so it's cool. Well, you gotta say... You gotta say, a bit of a masterstroke genius. Don't tell us exactly what to do. Hmm. Uh, or rather... Let me put it this way. I gotta admit, impressive job getting us to basically help you out at every turn. I mean, no need for a, no need to directly handle things, no need to directly, no need to directly instruct us. Just all seem to fall into place. Yes. I'll give you that one. Do you stroke everyone's ego like this? Yes. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's why people like you, Ed. Keep honing that skill, and in the... in a hundred years, you'll own this. It. <laughs> I don't need to own nothing. I'm fine being a humble detective. Of course, I'm sure that's part of the charm. Indeed. <laughs> Can I just say? God damn it, Lazarus is so fucking charming. In my head, I want to imagine ooh, classic vampire, but I know he's just this good looking guy. He, he's a sexy good. hipster. He's a sexy hipster. Yes, he is. Don't be thirsty. <laughs> That's my secret alias. I'm perpetually thirsty. Oh my god. <laughs> but. Alright, uh, <clears throat> anyway. Just so we can. Uh, let's let's just briefly talk visions. What do you see for the city? What's your goal? What's your grand design? Give me a moment. There we go. I wanna make sure my assumptions oh. are correct. Well the way it's going right now, um, I'm taking over. The whole yeah. thing? I mean, that's the lay of the land, isn't it? I mean... With Creepy's so, backing, uh, I mean, I'm using this... Uh, I'm using the sewers. 
though I mean the mayor's good at figuring out where I'm gonna pop up, but he can't say I had for long. Yes. Until the US government shows up and bombs us to hell. Yeah. Definitely a possibility. Not definitely a possibility, a definite. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, pal. I, it, it's very certain that, uh, you know, you're going to win this. The question is, though, can you survive the second conflict? And the one after that, and the one after that. Because, again, the U.S. government is not, is very easy to, is very easy to piss off. And it doesn't take a lot for them to. It doesn't take a lot for them to just dedicate everything to stopping this. They have been known to do that. I can tell you that for a fact. They are designed to win wars of attrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't argue with your ideals. I don't argue with your goals. I argue with your methods. He, he he's smiling uh, just throughout when you're talking. You have a really solid reasoning there, son. Of course. Do you think I really care if I'm left standing at the end? You don't, do you? If they bomb this city, do you realize how it will look to the outside? Well, congratulations. There is people well in place reporting how major quick turned against the vampires of this city. And I think the story that will be told once this is all done is how the vampire rose up to that injustice and was bombed for it. Clever move. Mm. I'll give you that. But what makes you so inclined that the world governments right now will think that way? Help. States alone, not even just the international. We're in Pennsylvania, but I know a bunch of New Yorkers who are not okay with the, who would be perfectly fine with the <laughs> with the reprehensible action the U.S. government would take. You can convince thirty-three of the percent of the population to believe anything, if I'm brutally honest. It's a slow battle, but one that will be won through attrition. You seek moral attrition, not physical. Martyrdom. It's an option I'm definitely fine. Hmm. All the gears in my head are turning, and I'm loving this. So, to hear you speak, then, already written off Centralia as a bomb crater. 
seems so. There is a difference there, daughter, that uh, between writing off and accepting an outcome. What they bomb Centralia. Where from where I'm sitting, I win. They don't bomb it, then I'm the one holding it. I win. And what if there was a way to ensure that the bombing doesn't occur? See, son, I was hoping you'd say that. Because that's what the four of you have been so excellent for, haven't you? And really, that's what I'm saying. You go beyond expectations for me. Every time I find myself in a bind like this, you come in and here's a third option. Yes, let's hear it. I'm afraid it's not going to give you everything you want, but... That is unfortunately the nature of compromise. <laughs> Just preparing you for the blow now. As you, as I don't know how much Creepy has told you, or how much you know through the grapevine, but we have been gathering the minor factions of the city. Forge Mean Society, the other people that have been currently pushed aside to one way or another, people in positions of power, newspapers, even I am I, to a lesser extent, who is certainly not the force that used to be. Well, we've got you to thank for that, Indeed. While not everyone involved is happy with it, we all agree on one thing. I think you, me, and everyone we know, except for the mayor, can agree on one thing. The city ought to live. And I don't know what your opinions of humans are, but I think if our coalition proves anything, even the most, even, the, even some of the biggest vampire haters in this entire city are willing to work with vampires if it means the city gets to be saved. Perhaps a forge unity. A destiny were one where all the people of the city banded together against a tyrant. One where it wasn't just vampires. Doesn't that sound even more noble? I must admit, it sounds very attractive. And... Uh... You're coming here to hand over these forces to me, or...? <laughs> now this is the part where we have to compromise. I oh, can't I hate not... that word. Uh, don't you, don't we all? Our compromise, the thing we give up, is that we agree that we will work with you. These people have their reasons to be sketchy, to be afraid. But in exchange, you know, they will work for you if you just keep control of Fangtown. The town remains a city. 
with more with a, it's a bit more egalitarian and i admit you don't necessarily get to be the get the top boss but you have eternity in this scenario you've got time remember we can vampires afford to play the long game he rises from his seat uh, sort of begins walking back and forth a bit uh, two fingers of stroking along his mustache so you're saying i i get phantom mm-hmm. i mean that's a tough sell though uh, from where i am right now i could have all of it Let's suppose, for a moment, you take the deal. Here's how we spin the narrative. We got a journalist with us, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of, in my entire time, building up to that trial, which, thank you, by the way. I have to convince any of them. Glad to know. But building up to that trial, one of the biggest important things I've learned is that it's, it's rarely, it's about the perception that makes reality. Here's the story. If we spin the tale so that way our compromise came to you and you were so noble, so kind, so gracious, so as to give up a definite win to ensure the safety of all, well, all of a sudden, it makes it a little bit easier, doesn't it? To forget the war, to forget parts that Fuck, make you... Fuck, I was figured it out. What? What? You guys. And he points to the four of you. Uh -oh. None of you four is going to be on, on the top of this once it's all over, aren't you? No, but I mean, you're all too, too noble for that. I mean, Elias, you maybe, but you sort of taken the back seat and had other ideas. I just see him for the right. Yeah, mm. indeed. So. so you see, I was just thinking here, like, okay, I don't end up on top of Centralia. I get my little corner. Who gets the rest? Like, yeah, sure, I am I. Mayor will be gone. Maybe we find some new equilibrium there. Maybe we find some go between. Some go between who makes the real kind. Uh, who has the real power? Fuck, you realize that we, what, what you're doing right now? You're making your so called boss the new king. So he's got a point. Basically, in this power vacuum, mm -hmm. he's pointed out that essentially Creepy is the one who benefits the most. Am I reading that correctly? This is me as a player speaking. Yeah, that's, so that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, he's basically said Creepy wins in this scenario. Unless one of us steps up and tries to take control of something. Fuck that. Indeed. 
Well, Don't time to become a mafia boss. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. do it. Um... Mm. <laughs> I mean, Elias. Do tell, dear Esker. Thomas, do trust me. Boss, for the amount of years I've known you, I never believe half the cynical shit you say, if I'm brutally honest. I don't. Always optimist. So. I, I, uh, why would you save me? I mean, that was a useless deadbeat for you for years, and yet you rescued me anyway. <laughs> Are you. No time to question that. Well, I think that it's super sweet that you're crossing Elias' more character here. <laughs> Don't you think it's going to be enough that your boss whispers in his ear and say that he can grant Elias so much more power if he just listens? Well, I guess I see the trust in his moral character stretch at that point. Well, kid, you might be our dad, but you don't know us. <laughs> you don't know me, Dad. <laughs> well, oh, God, <laughs> he's got like one of those. This really is the final boss. Oh, jeez. Oh yes. Okay, he's the grand point. The thing we didn't consider. Yes. The thing we didn't consider, the power vacuums. Ah, yes. We wanted to get rid of the powers that be. But you need something to replace it. Yeah. Alright. Fine line between anarchy and chaos is hmm. Alright. I... So if you're hmm. one side of this triangle, I... and creepy is the other, you need a third point. We or we need a third point in order to balance it out. Well, I'd assume that to be I uh, that to be I am I, but you'll be the middleman between us, which makes him the most powerful one. Mm-hmm. Creepy wings. A... Not to mention he'd be the middleman between everyone. I he, has a... he has connections. Ideas. I don't know how well it would go. Please, so everyone's speaking their mind. Say that again, Vidya. Who says we can't bring another party into the city? Now, say, I try not to get them involved, but my people. They better not be Russians. You, you mean your mates over from Russia? Bring in another party in the background. Bounce they uh, they have there. already essentially taken over the remotes. Yeah. Well. You really trust a literal mafia more than me. Well, then, uh, 
It's not the matter of trust, boss. It's the matter of the fact that, like, no matter what we do, Creepy gets the most out of the deal. What is beautiful to a ghoul? He probably wants his ghoul friends to roam around. We've I mean, seen where they we've seen where they come from. We've seen where they yeah. live. We've seen the dog eat dog world they come from. Of course he'd want to be the one on top. That's their whole social hierarchy. Yes. Well, we can't just turn against the guy. The only way you get caught is if you overpower him. You think he wouldn't just shrug us off like a coat if he found a better offer somewhere? He probably would. He doesn't value well, us. You know I'd that. like to think there are no vampires quite like us. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. probably a good thing. Yes. Yeah. A very good thing. But still. I mean, he's not even a double agent. He's everywhere. He's really, the organizer. He our alliance specifically? I, he's not even an agent. No. He's just a faction. His own independent little thing that can do whatever the hell he feels like because he's got a finger in everyone's pie. So, you want to overthrow our oldest ally at this point? Even though we do betray us for a moment? Mm. Do we try and fight him back? That seems like a horrible option, but... They're all horrible options, Vitya. <laughs> we are hardly the yeah, right time for that. I will be frank here. Suppose we continue with the course. Creepy has his fingers in everyone's pie. Really, all we've achieved is that another conflict gets set up for several years down the road. Mm. And then history repeats. Yes. What the fuck can we do about that? No matter what happens, they got creepy. there'll be future conflicts between somebody and somebody else. Well, Taking yeah. out Creepy is also a losing proposition. He has an army of ghouls, and furthermore, have you seen yeah. what he's capable of? <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Yeah, that's not an option. We are hardly the types of power here. <laughs> so, an arm. Hmm. That would help. And, uh, no, that. Uh, that's a bad idea. No, it's mm. still no choice. It's still no choice not, at all, really. No. Power vacuum, <laughs> nuke the city. Power vacuum, nuke the city. I'm not seeing a benefit anyway. I could. I'm just saying. Uh, we put the bastard in office. <laughs> <laughs> out of character. Out of character. I. We could probably like pull up enough of the of a force because of Vigia, but oh boy, that would not be a fun. We could, and it's gladly ideal. We'll take you up on. 
That's a if we if we overthrow overthrow. I don't want to make an army as responsible for the. We have to be responsible for the aftermath. How can you ever want that? I know people who could help me take care of it. Hmm. As I'm saying. But you're not the leader of the mob. You'll just be cashing in a favor. What? In addition, it should be worth noting that also that even if we did get them on our side to take out to take out Methuselah, who's to say that they would? Who's to say that they wouldn't just get a better deal from him? Hmm. Mm. Well, that didn't widen our pool of options anymore, at all. I, well, mine technically did, but I don't think we do it because <laughs> the aftermath would be hell. Like, yeah. it's there, but we've we've decided we've decided no. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, the aftermath would be that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, we could, but the aftermath would be hell. We'd probably be nuked. Oh, I yes. don't like this idea. I don't like this idea. What's the? I don't idea? like any of the ideas. Well, there's this, okay, there's the weird idea where we go, well, we need someone who stands up to Creepy, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow put Edgar in office. <laughs> <laughs> we get nuked. No, no, I, I don't. <laughs> it's a terrible uh. idea. What was that role for? All these. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that. <laughs> he doesn't have. Oh. Uh, yeah. Keep role playing. Okay. Yeah. We're trying. It's getting scary. Yes. I mean, okay. 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 There's the horrible version of reality where Edgar runs for political office and hopefully lives. You? You pushover? Yeah, I am a bit of a pushover. Me? Uh, unscrupulous, willing to compromise with even the most terrible of people? No offense. And... And I'm absolutely... And I'm absolutely, you know, just, like, willing to, like, try to satisfy as many people as possible? Look, just because I can stand up to Creepy and, like, talk back to him doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to be the guy who could run a fucking city. <laughs> no. If 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 uh, we were to pick a candidate for that out of us, it would be Elias. Political background, positive past history. I mean, he did stop the war. <laughs> but after all this... <laughs> Is this really a thing we should be arguing about at this right moment? No, I think we stop. We need to stop overcomplicating it and go back to the options we already had instead of trying to shoehorn new ones in. Because this is getting, this is getting muddly, and mm. I'm struggling to keep up a little. Okay. The only one benefiting from how divided we are is the one you already know. So Creepy benefited from us being divided. We still can make up fast for unity, but... Well... I mean, Baz is here still. <laughs> who's to say? 
I mean, think of it this way. If we are a more equal band, it's much harder to keep a conspiracy going the more people there are. <sighs> Creepy yes. and his ghouls eventually have to come to the light. Mm. They can't be remain hidden forever in this in this new dawn approaching. So even if Creepy gets to, you know, whisper his will into people into everyone's eyes, into everyone's ears. What? <laughs> into their eyes. <laughs> into their eyes. That's still not the greatest of gains. It's still not even the best of gains for him. This is still one very small, tiny little city in the grand scheme of things. Mm. That's good. So, if I might interrupt again. Yes, you have every right really to. really what we should be discussing at the moment. In front of Dear Daddy-O. <laughs> Indeed. And what? Indeed. So what should we talk about then? I think we came here for. An alliance. At the end of the day, that's still what we need. We can discuss the aftermath during the aftermath. I think there will have to be more more wrestling out exactly who gets what after the end of this. Oh, but I think now... the aftermath will be much too late to discuss these kind of things. Things tend to settle quickly in these sort of weekends. Oh, you. We don't have much of a choice. Did we ever... the, deal, the deal stands. Do you... We wish to make the alliance. Hmm. So from, again, so from where I'm sitting, the way I'm currently going, I am winning. Mm -hmm. What are you doing if I say no? No further plans, I suppose. Attempted, I don't know. What other plans? This was, this was ostensibly it. You, you, you know, the, uh, that's very weak position. Tipped your hand. <laughs> you know they <laughs> just try the thing. I All right. Maybe I'm willing to help. Maybe it's possible at this point. Okay. I want to keep my forces. Let me uh, assist your shadowy overlord in keeping the peace. Thank hmm. you. Yes. Yeah. Make me sheriff, if you want. <laughs> sheriff? Yeehaw, you want, let's do it. You want to be the police chief. You're not kidding, are you? Ah. Don't give you Fangtown. Give you the 
give you the arm of the law. Mm. Yeah, now we're thinking. Because let's face it, the way you're thinking right now. Like, no one's saying it out loud, but we got another enclave going here. Yes. Uh, maybe not. Mm. If you have this super weapon, uh, if we have this super weapon, then the vampires around here, we're not going to stick around on the US law. Mm. We need something else and we need something to enforce that. So put them in charge of the law and things may go a bit better. Mm. Suppose we manage this. We give the... If there was a way to get the city to allow vampires in political offices, basically allowing it just in the city, let it coexist with the U.S. government, and let it be the experiment of vampires ruling the government, of helping run the government. You get your position, and you get your position to, to oversee the law. Look, look, I'm going to stop you right there. You're still working under the assumption that the US of A is going to matter at this point. Nukes are a pretty powerful thing. Even... Yeah. Even, with our, even with our ability to you know, not make the bombing happen, it doesn't say the US government disappears off the face of the earth. Yes. I'm pretty sure Strada is self-reliant. Yeah, hopefully it did, but it doesn't. It, it becoming a city-state would basically be a terrible idea. Though it would be calling Haven for vampires. It, it would. But a Haven for vampires still needs humans. The Enclave happens again. And, uh... Yes, so it will handle things in a more moral way than the Enclave. Of course. Mm, and it will sure. have a working relationship with America. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure as well that the way things are going, your boss already has plans for this. I just want to make sure I get a good share. If we're going there. Define your good share. What do you, you give me exact terms? I enforce the law. With what oversight? Yes, just to some. Got a lot of them. I don't like this power structure at all. He gets full, unadulterated ability to enforce the laws, whatever they may be. But if you get enforcement, who decides what they are? Trias Politica. The way the tables are turning, I am assuming your boss. It's... If we're doing this, 
I want to help because this is not going to become another enclave. And if we're going to go down the path of power politically, I want to help make sure of that. Can definitely put a motion forward with the head office that you want to be under sheriff. It's not a bad idea. But yeah, you got a good point. Like, if you're in there, mm. you know the Enclave better than anyone. Not pretty. You can stop it. It gives me a chance to work with my son. <laughs> Family business. I'd be more likely to accept in your working close with it, yeah? And seeing as how he is now an elder, he's not going to be fully under your control no. by any means. By psychic means. <laughs> it would give us, it would keep the deal, I think, a bit fair. Yes, yes, it can accept that. As long as private investigation institutions like the one I operate are still allowed under your system, then I also see it as an extra check. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't care. We can have bounty hunters as far as <laughs> I care. Yeah. Yeah, What's your plan with the humans fuck, I think anyway. we already made it clear that I'm not going to be making them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Just making sure. You know. Enforcement still leaves a lot of room. But hopefully this would work out, I would say. Elias, <laughs> oh, this is uh, out, of, out of character. Do we need to bring up that we also want Erica set free? And just like she'll leave. Do you want to mention that? Or I think Lazarus would probably assume that that might be the case, but should we explicitly say it? Oh, I think we can get that done with the discussion, but if you're worried about her. Like, we can just like hammer. The... Like, I say that's part of hammering out the finer points. <laughs> At this point, we need a contract. At this point, we need a fucking constitution. Oh, Lord. Which I'm willing to write. <laughs> oh. Nah, nah. I believe that with what we have all gotten going, you know what I mean. There uh, will be forces ensuring that certain promises are. Hmm. Okay. All right. Here's what I say we do. We'll take your terms on. We'll agree to this. We uh, everything we set up to this point, you know, Vitya, you get the law. Vitya mm -hmm. works underneath you. With the with uh, one last important point, we're gathering a meeting of everybody we've gathered together, and we hammer this out fully. Everybody present in the room before we make the strike. With that. Then I suppose 
glances at Elias. Mm-hmm. Do you find the terms acceptable? Uh, I can work with this. Vidya, do you find the terms acceptable? Enough. Madeline. I do. Then we are in agreement. This went much better than last real time I burned a city down. And that's what I'm here. For symbolism's sake, Vitya, you shake the hands. Okay. Shake hands. <laughs> nice and firm. He shakes it as well, also really firm, uh, mm. smiling at you as he does. Mm. You know, most burning cities are very similar. Would you like to know which the first one I saw was? Uh, you're he's going talking, to share he's it. talking to Vitya right now. Ah. Mm. I think I may know what you're going to say. <laughs> Shoot it. It was Rome. Oh. And it sort of uh, hits you on the shoulder. <laughs> and smiles and walks back to his chair. Well, that was uh, unexpected. You know, I'm sure the historians would love to talk to you. <laughs> yes. I'm sure they'd like to talk to a bunch of us. Hmm. I'm sure we can't tempt you with just a job as a history teacher. <laughs> uh, I hate kids. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> it was worth a try. It would have been so much more manageable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to say and just chat generally for a while, sure. Otherwise, I think the meeting is pretty officially done. Sort of kicks his feet back and puts his hands behind his um, behind his head. All right. Yep. We'll see you at the negotiating table. Yep. See ya. Bye. You know, all things considered, this actually turned out pretty well. <laughs> that went fairly well. Yeah, I see so. Damn the reason Rich is staying. You did good. Yeah. But yeah, now this is going to be interesting for you. Turn over a new leaf. Yeah. But hey, we got you a job at the end of all this, so there's that. <laughs> hey, uh, you came out with a job! A decent living for once. Yeah. Hey, he's nice making good money. Yeah, you're at your shop, that's right. Well, the next case you... Well, the next... Uh, gone. The next case you need, to crack, you need help uh, to crack, uh, I'm available. On the house. Yep. <laughs> My uh, timeline sure, yeah. has uh, improved consistent, uh, quite naturally. Here I was thinking I had to outlive a bunch of old politicians. 
this goes a lot faster. Make it happen. Indeed, you might be able to get a good political career out of all this, and you know I still get That's an understatement. But hey, I keep the I keep the agency. Doc, I'm not sure what's going to be happening after the super weapon, but. Hmm. Neither am I. I don't think it really matters, do you? Matters to me. I care. Hmm. <laughs> Back to the candle. We'll give them the news. Yeah. You head back to the candle, and I'm not sure how much of this we strictly need to roleplay out. I think if we give summaries of everything that happens and call for roles would probably be a good idea. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like, just kind of like montage. (laughs) Exactly. So you essentially pass the information on to... Uh, I'd assume the uh, uh, the people at the candle and the other people who are all in on this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Essentially. Uh, and the information goes around. Uh, to no surprise, uh, I think to any of you, uh, Ariok Mason and that whole lot are perfectly fine with this development. Yeah. Uh, and don't have any objections at all. Objections. Uh, people at the candle seems to generally be displeased that Lazarus is essentially getting away with it. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I'll be here to keep him in check. But like everyone except for Katarina thinks that at the moment. Uh, the way that the mayor has been escalating this conflict is not okay. And if they have to make a deal with the devil to get through this to the other side, uh, then whatever. Uh, yes. Do you raise the whole fact that with this arrangement, Creepy essentially ends up in control? Do you raise it to the camera? I think. I'll leave that to it. No, we need to decide on this. So, there's like three ways I see this. Option Mm -hmm. one, tell no one. Creepy gets everything he wants in this arrangement, and it means that there's basically nothing keeping him in check. Option two, we tell a few trusted members of the candle, more than, you know, like, people we really like about this, so that way we have, like, some leverage on him, but not a full conspiracy. Basically, mm-hmm. work with Creepy, but establish a check. Or, tell everyone, have a conspiracy ready to go after the war. <laughs> uh, option A leaves us open to be being fucked. Option C seems like it could blow up in our faces. Option B feels safest. So, yeah. who do we like and trust the most? Oddly hmm. enough, I do think the force. <laughs> society ought to know yeah Yeah. like if there's one faction we tell we don't know them well oh wait yes i can tell you that we can 
gonna resource them. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So, like, if Elias tells the Forged Mean Society, this is happening, you need to keep an eye on this. If mm -hmm. they want to keep their goal, they should know about it. Oddly enough, out of a weird form of trust, I think Grace and Talaman also get to know, just because mm -hmm. they're like, we would probably confide in them just so that we could leave our conscience, like, our conscience. Yeah. Do uh, I'm not sure about Grace. What? As you think about that for a moment, just the forge means reaction to creepy pretty much ending up in in power. Uh, Elias, you pretty much get the response that they have already sort of figured that out and are already trying to work to uh, not counter but mitigate. Thought so. Hell yeah. Um. So okay, we got a mitigation force. Can I? Just uh, without knowing. Also, tell them about the plan there. I end up with quite a lot of power. Where you end up in uh, power? Yes. Uh, they, uh, they essentially say that uh, they'll be happy to support you as a political force. Uh, they think that without more backing, they can't really wrestle Creepy out and put you in. But if you want to be sort of the tip of their spear for that organization, not to, not to topple him, but to act as a uh, as a force to uh, to rein in his worst tendencies then they're very happy to have you in that position. Hmm. Mm. Good enough, good enough. Um, yeah, I do share this with Ask. All right. Good move. Well, with the group, because I'm just telling the rest of the group, I expect. Uh, uh, only Elias tells probably. me to keep it secret. I will honor any secrecy he needs me to keep as part of our uh, working relationship. Uh, I, th I think it's safe. Tell the Elias. All right. So, with Elias basically being the spear ends of the Molly's There are more checks on so power than they think. At this point. <laughs> yes. Even Lazarus isn't getting. Even Lazarus has more checks than he would be than he would be aware of. You hope. We hope. We try. We tried. That's all that counts. Did you tell Grace and Teleman as well? I think one. Of, I think I would confide in Teleman that secret just because of our long relationship as like customer and uh, what was it and and supplier. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Teleman is silently pissed off about it uh, and feels that you're essentially trading. Uh, one shady politician for another. Uh, but you want the city to not be on fire. <laughs> sort of. Whispering, uh, whisperingly, it's like, we got plans in place. It's just to keep, to mitigate those effects. Can't say more than that. Mm -hmm. Are you telling anyone else? 
I think it's up to Madeline if Grace gets told. Uh, Grace gets told by Palamon. Yeah. <laughs> there we go then. <laughs> and cares as much about that as anything else. Fair enough. Thought <laughs> so. Feels like we're hitting the conclusion. Yeah, I think if people want to go on for a little extra time today, uh, I could finish today. Up okay. to everyone, and especially up to you if you want to like if, if you want to give the ending more time, or if you want to, or if you want to just keep the momentum I, going while we still have I it. can't make I can't make a full session of what's that. That's uh, fair. Tank it. Tank it, keep going. Tank it. Tank we'll it. We'll see this through. Because right now I'm in a weird spot if we end it here. Yeah, that'd be uh, awkward. Dude. We'd have like half an ending and an epilogue, and it'd just be the, the pacing would be funny. Let's just carry on. I yeah. could go on for an hour, I think. It could go long. Let's just track it. Okay. Track yeah, it. I think like if we have an extra hour, that's more than enough. I don't think I'll use the full hour. Yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you might have to go and grab something real quick. I'll be like. We can have a short bio break because I do need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, quick break. Yeah. 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 Quick bio break. Short break. Quick break. See you. And then we'll summarize it. Yeah. Hungry. Hey. Food. Uh, real quick. Nash Ooh. of the future. I don't know what it's like several weeks from now, but uh, <laughs> put like a Vitus Greaves moment here. Well, I am back. Hello, Craig. How are you doing?
Never thought I'd be framing a character sheet after this, but it looks like I'm gonna. What? <laughs> really? That's up to you. Wait, what? I mean, I'm thinking about framing Edgar's character sheet. Ah. Uh... Been with me through thick and thin and several coffee stains. Aww. I don't think I'm coffee, but I'm broken in a few places. Because mm. like, I wrote this so much, it's just torn. <laughs> I see if you all keep them. <laughs> He's a ukulele man. You know. Yes. Where's this photo? Probably as old as uh, being just like an ancient ass being who saw Rome burn. It makes me wonder: was the statue in the escape room an an authentic original? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's a good question. I'll, I'll probably never. I I probably would have never gotten the opportunity to ask, but I do think it is a very interesting question. Yeah. You play as the banjo lately. <laughs> In any case, are there any more sort of kinks that you want to work out regarding the alliances that's going on? Hmm. No, I um, think we've hit. Everything. I don't think so. Yeah. Take this as a no. Wait, do we want to check in with Asclepius? The what? Ooh, does, does AC have an opinion on the current political climate? <laughs> <laughs> His opinion is continue. Yeah, he yes. said keep going. Just keep mm. going. Thanks, Did you ever check if APP is still alive? That's a good point. Uh, uh, weirdly, you can't find him. Oh. He's dead. Mm. I'm sad. But yeah, the the serpent mm. is sort of only just pushing you on at the moment. It's not even like verbalized continue. It's just this constant feeling of on your way. <laughs> is he just fucking headbutting me at this point? Go, mm. go, go, go. It's it's more like the the closer you could go to in human terms is this feeling of anxiety you get when you feel like you should be somewhere. Oh. All right. How yeah. many of you take part in the final push against uh, Thomas Quick? Since I know a lot of you are in combat characters. Ah. I mean, I am, so. <laughs> so you I don't want to not be there, but I don't want to die of stupid either. I luckily can take control of another body. You can I... take control of another body, and a sniper rifle can be provided to you. Fairly, so I'll play support. Uh, I mean, I've got police training. I've got a history. <laughs> that. I think it. I I think <laughs> Edgar would lend himself to the cause, especially. If I'm not gonna done. make a super big thing out of this. It's not gonna be a full combat. Yeah, uh, just so you guys know. I'm just wondering. Okay. If you take part, and what skill do you take part with? I'd probably just be, I'd probably just be running the defensive line for the most part, making sure civilians are safe and the whole thing. I'm not going to be part of the main charge, but I do want to be part of like any effort of like if I see somebody just attacking a random vampire. Yeah, it's clear. I don't think you can certainly take part with either chaos magic or dominate or something like that. Considering I was just going to say that I can come in and use my chaos magic. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll just... like. 
use my augmented stealth to get the sniper uh, position and such. So I'm actually gonna do something new here. Uh, you guys don't have to roll. Just take a moment and describe the epicness you get up to during the great battle. Um, it take, takes place on the graffiti highway, which stretches through uh, throughout the city, separating uh, the western part from uh, from the eastern part of the city, and it's frenzied zombies and vampires pushing uh, pushing against human forces and psychers that are using uh, a combination of flamethrower, uh, flame psyching abilities, uh, grenades, uh, other sort of explosions. Uh, there is minimal support uh, from IMI and Ashers as well. But that's sort of the main forces that are fighting in this sort of... It's hell. Like, even the flesh dimension you were in wasn't this violent, this severe, this bloody. Oof. Yes, whichever of you, one of you want to go first, you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I kind of think that in this moment, like before this, like I think the four of us, like before the whole fight's over, we're still at the candle waiting for like the for the siege to begin. And uh, you know, I, I think there would have been some small romantic moment between Edgar and Madeline, but like Edgar just promises that she'll see her on the other side of this. Uh, you know, something like a little bit uber dramatic. Edgar, you know. <laughs> Runs off uh, and gets ready. Feel free to play that out if you guys want briefly. I don't want to hurry. But remember, I'm I'm coming with you. So. <laughs> no, no, because like what Edgar's plan is that he's going to be like running the defense movements, where it's like because there's still like vampires and people who live in this part of who are probably still taking shelter in mm -hmm. this part of town. So he's making sure that, like, you know, he's just keeping an eye on alleyways, making sure that no rogue agents are just busting down doors, killing innocent civilians. Like, that's what Edgar's priority is, I think. That's ah. his morality in all this. So he's, like, keeping to the alleys, keeping to there, just, like, trying to get the drop on. Getting the drop on that. Like, that's his plan. You know, just innocent, you know, duos like that. Hmm. working his way forward as the you know keeping up with wherever the front line he thinks it is and just keeping slightly behind that keeping people safe hmm. yeah you know I, I, I see like the occasional jump from the rooftops or going down an alleyway and just like seeing some you know like rogue police soldier just like getting ready to bust into where some innocent people live and he's just pew hmm. Finally, I get some use out of this thing and do some good. <laughs> That's what Edgar's doing. Hmm. Okay, I suppose I can describe Vidya. He takes up more of the frontline actions. Getting, preparing, fighting, beating down the opposing forces as we make our way towards quick to the finale. Of course, uh, being his dubious past, he is taking a bit of joy out of being able to 
finally beat down these police because, oh god, <laughs> they have not been nice to us. He is a frontliner. In the thick of it, but the violence is the worst, and there's explosions and fire everywhere. That's Victor, you're miracle miraculously getting through all, all of them mostly unscathed and even the endurance you do obtain upon yourself you entering on this sort of berserker state that kosha can push you into uh means mm -hmm. you can just ignore all of that hmm. we fight we win well, yeah, a bit. we fight <laughs> Elias is uh, slightly behind the main using his uh, very handy stealth to get to uh, positions and give him good oversight of the battle and snipe important targets. Um, if he does get uh, ambushed, he isn't rushing his back properly. And then he uses the control of the body to help fight him and try to regain his ground. <clears throat> I've had the longest to think about this, and I'm still slightly stuck on it. Um, yeah, Madeline is not a fighter. We all know this. She's not very physical but what she is doing is doing her best to kind of thin the herd by just targeting them with her exhortations i guess you know watch them drop run away scream run around in circles anything so they're not attacking thinning the herd and when she's not doing that she's kind of craning her head over the crowd trying to see where edgar wound up but he's not within her line of sight and if we're honest that's panicking her a little bit but yeah, that's the best she can do. And the four of you are just getting swept up further and further in this complete... Can't really be called anything else. This complete pandemonium uh, that's all around you. It's uh, not only the explosion and fire, but people are randomly going mad, attacking their, uh, attacking their own sides. Uh, people die, uh, die left and right for seemingly no reason as these sniper shots come in. And of course, there's just this sea of blood, uh, blood and gore around Victor as he pushed further and further in on it. Then there is this moment of just stillness where, for, for, for just the, the briefest blink of an eye, Everything is silent, and the four of you realize that you are standing pretty close to each other, like only a few few steps really rem uh, remove uh, remove the four of you from one another, uh, as the chaos uh, chaos of the battle has swept you back and forth. And Elias, that's when you see through pure happenstance. In one of the uh, one of the windows uh, opposite the street where you're currently fighting, you see the mayor uh, quick uh, appear in the window. 
Hmm. <laughs> you have just, your cipher in your hand. Just a general question. Uh, no, 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 no. Never mind. I shouldn't do that. I'll take the shot to the head. And you raise your rifle, and the bullet goes flying. And you swear you can almost. See, swear that you can see the bullet traveling uh, in uh, in slow motion, and how it shatters the glass in front of the mayor. And even though he's wearing wearing uh, a helmet and full tactical gear, it just goes in through the eye, and you see blood and brains spatter out behind him as he falls. And with him falling, it's as if someone's put a blanket. Uh, on the whole battle, it's like everything is just stopping. It's as if people are realizing that there's no use fighting anymore. That whatever's been going on, it's it's somehow over. And that's when you see uh, on the horizon the white lines of missiles being fired. Oh, shit. Well, it's time to do the thing now, I think. And All between right. the four of you, a key falls from the sky. What the hell are we supposed to do with this? Pick it up. Unlock? Unlock what? Oh. Well, there's the lighthouse, that's for sure. But pick it up. Okay, I pick it up. Uh, you pick it up, and uh, you get this sense that it needs all of you. Everyone, hands on the key! Oh, fuck, fuck it, it's been weird. Touch the key. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'm in. And you all stand there in this circle, each one with a hand on the key. And everything is calm. You find yourself on a small little jetty. It's sunlight outside. And the jetty is docked in a uh, small wooden dock that leads uh, up to this perfectly green island, where on a very steep hill at the very top is, uh, it would be fair to describe it as a wooden shack with uh, the ruins of a stone lighthouse attached to it. And you see that up on the hill, uh, outside the shack, on the uh, on the boat outside of it, uh, it's a figure in a rocking chair, dressed in many, many, uh, many blankets. It's completely wrapped. He Hello? Mm -hmm. I thought you were in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Jetty, it's an island. 
Ah, I miss. Okay, that makes more sense. Hello. Wave. The figure just continues to rock in its chair. Uh, you do sense that it's watching you. Hmm. We, we approach the figure? Yes. The four of you head up, Dyla. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah. The four of you walk up the island and you see an elderly uh, bearded man within all these uh, blankets. Very sort of scraggly white beard uh, in his face. Though the most striking feature of him is his uh, green snake-like eyes that look uh, up at you as he keeps mm. Slowly rocking on the chair, wrapped in this blanket. Uh, it's warm in the sunlight, all of you feel. Wait a sec, we're in the sunlight. You're in the sunlight. Sunlight. Normal rules don't apply here, it seems. <laughs> well, we seem to be back at that place between places again. Hmm. And apparently, our friend here seems to be rather cold blooded. <laughs> Very cold-blooded. Ah. Ah. Medley, go forward. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Hi. You have key? Uh, we have a key. We have a key. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he sort of smiles. A little. I'd like for you to open the door. That's what I'd like. Who? Excuse me. Who, who are you? I have many, many names. Uh, I call this me the the lighthouse keeper. Maybe we've met. Who is the lighthouse for? Me. Oh, oh. He looks like an old woman. 
all of a sudden. Quill looks very much like an age uh, Miss She. Oh, hello again. Man. Somewhere. Yeah. There's more than one of you, you say. It's a lot of people who are a little bit me. <laughs> and with, with another rocking of the chair. He look, uh, the elderly man looks like a really old version of Logan. Huh. This is odd. <laughs> so, you have been Logan, Miss Chi, and so many other people. The share rocks and he looks like a PB. Mm. Are you You wouldn't happen to know a town called Centralia, would you? I know Centralia. You know every nook and cranny of it? I know a fair bit of some crap. Mm. It rocks and hears uh, Arya Dharma. <laughs> Callum? Oh. Hmm. The share rocks, and he looks like Madeline. Ah! <laughs> you mean to tell me... What? Okay. I was on board, and now, now I'm not so much. What? What's hey, happening? What? What's behind the door? Mm. You haven't gotten the last one, have you? The last who? Seven is for chaos. That's what's behind the door. Chaos. Pure, mm -hmm. unadulterated chaos. <laughs> mm. The other side of the scale. Mm. We lost so, so very long ago. Have been losing ever since. 
order in chaos. Mm. That's what it was getting at. Mm. It was going to happen. He knows. For a moment, he looks like a uh, like a serpent, and the uh, blankets wrapped around him looks like shedded skin. All right, all right. Just want to exist. <laughs> so order's been winning for so long and by opening this door, we restore balance between the two. That's what it seems. I'm not sure what all that entails. Uh, vampires are creatures of chaos, as is anything that. I suppose you would consider pure magic. That is what chaos entails. Hmm. Open the door. <laughs> yeah. And those things that we consider magical re-enter the world. More than they've already been. I'd leave a chance to do so. Hmm. That's nice. what it wanted me to do. Well, if we do, uh, we have a leg up. <laughs> Head of the curve. <sighs> it's, um... Would be quite a bit worse than less vampire war. But on the other hand, the world this could be is... a more interesting place. This <laughs> is why I'm here. What? Yes. Doc? Hmm? Do you care to explain it? That's this is what it's all been for. The the the, the visions, the dreams, the serpent, this is all at once. Exist was what the voice said. I I didn't know what it meant. It said exist. Be open. They want to exist. We have to open the door. I have to open the door. Mm. Alright. What it wants. But I'd like for you to. Is there a cost? It's not the cost of magic coming to the world a cost enough for you. 
Give me the No. No. Asgar, I need to think about this. Mm. I clutch the key tightly. I'm going. I'm. I'm, I'm going to hear you out. Both sides here. There is no control chaos inherent. Yes. I want to be opposed to. Leaving the door on a crack. Crack the door open. But to open it fully would be the downfall of civilization. Hmm. Doc. <laughs> how how is this worse? Than what's already happening out there. I mean, what's happening out there? When, when I think we what they've done is crack the door. They were firing missiles. Edgar looks at his at the key. Hmm. Normally, in times like these, I'd ask the journal, but I don't got that right now. Beginning and end. Huh? How did you know that? How did you know that he said that? It's what felt right at the time. Jebediah? The future is always in flux, is not. It is. And your friends need not worry that chaos would travel everything. Order has been at work with your world for. Aeons, while I have been locked in here, I could not remake the world that it has creatively made. And wave, I just want to be mm. For most of my life, I always viewed the world as naturally chaotic, as that is the default state and that it's man's job to bring order to it. But I'm not sure if I really believe that anymore. I've seen what order is. I've seen what it does to people. I think you can never fully get rid of it. It's necessary. It's important. But I've seen what power does. I've seen what structures do. I've seen what a change in the status quo can do. 
Fifth I know what Doc thinks. I know what Boss thinks. My friend, what do you think? This. Yeah. See the point the others make. See what point you make. The. Let me think. I don't know how this is going to turn out, whether opening this would be good or the end of everything. I. What do we think? If it helps us, good. If it destroys us, well. It won't affect me. People are gonna die anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> Should tell you what. Doesn't affect me either way. Well, open it, I suppose. I tell you what, the city needs to be saved. I yeah. think opening the store is the way to do it. We don't open it, I think. City ends. The nukes hit. The moles. Gone. Boss, I hate <laughs> to disappoint you. Let's find out what happens. But I think Doc's right. I think Vidya's right. If we don't open the door, I think the city blows up. And I think that's the beginning. If you open the door fully, billions will die. Are you sure? You don't know that. How do you know? There's no control. I say let's open and find out. There's no control against it. <laughs> There's no control for now. I think it's the natural <laughs> state of things to want to reorder for people <sighs> in general to want to reorder themselves. You're standing here at a literal embodiment of chaos. <laughs> and you say that order is natural. I'd argue that it comes about. Both are natural. Two sides of a coin. You can't have one yeah. without the other. On its own, yes. order corrupts. On its own, chaos corrupts. This way we have both. You need Simultaneously. to balance. Or order and chaos. We need it. You say both. But who says chaos won't dominate? This <laughs> order dominated order. for long enough. I'll be Hasn't frank. That proven? That's not the way I we I don't know. I've seen the worst of order. I've to seen win the conflict with Say that again. I have no desire to win the conflict That does ease my mind. I just want to exist. Chaos is already seeping in. Why do we need to open the floodgates fully? See what happens when we open the door. I'd argue... Perhaps this might be the last check we get on the powers we've seen. Uncertainty... keeps people on their feet. 
keeps you moving, keeps you adapting. Change. That's all it is. Change. Without change, stagnation. We can't have that. Hand gets weak, shakes. It'll be okay. How can you be well, so You'll find that. It's one thing to encourage chaos. It's another thing to let it loose. Boss. And over the I think we gotta just trust it on this one. Easy for you to say. <laughs> and maybe I'm a blind fool. But for once, I got a strange feeling this might be the right thing. Give the key to Doc. Okay. Does Elias uh, approve, or do we, does he want to continue to argue? Uh, that's good. Yeah. You have encouraged her for many things. One. Taking involuntary control of someone's life. I hope that you realize at this moment you may have doomed us all. So, if that really is the case, then the buck stops here. It's all on me. I say, look at it like I do. If it is the end, well, we won't be around long to endure it. So, eh. Oh, those people. You convinced to join us. <laughs> what did you give them back? I don't know. But I know one thing. If the door stays closed, status quo remains. The status quo right now is a bunch of nukes headed our way. <sighs> oh, if that's wait. what order does to people, if order gets, if if pure order led to the death of my friends, if pure order was the thing that led to me in my situation, I'm willing to let things exist and try to balance. If order sucks so bad, try some chaos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but again, yeah. if it really was the worst decision and the world blows up, fuck stops with me, and I'll give you the biggest I told you. You can give me the biggest I told you so you've ever given anyone. <laughs> Just the seconds before we die, okay? 
But I think this is the right thing to do. I know it is. I know it. Then I have one more request. Let me be the one to open it. No. (laughs) (laughs) I... At least let us do it together. But we're all gonna like... Okay with that one. All right. Everybody hands on the key. Hands the key around the world. (laughs) We do it together. We're a team. Everyone, a hand on the key. Everyone has a hand (laughs) on the key? Hand on the key. (sighs) The door awaits. Ready? Mm -hmm. The old man watches. Four, three, two, one. You put the key in the lock, <laughs> and it turns with a click that echoes through existence. And the door opens into a vast nothingness. It's not that it opens into darkness, it opens into a a knot, a, a just complete void of nothingness and you even describing it as void does it injustice because it is indescribable in uh, in the nothing that it is or isn't and as the door swings open an enormous green eye opens in this vast knot and the four of you stand your, find yourself standing before the, the world serpent as it erupts from where it has slept and slumbered and been imprisoned for so long. Back in Centralia, the missiles come moving down upon the city and the whole city trembles as if as, as if anticipating the impact when the graffiti highway first budges and shakes and people are thrown from it and people run in sheer panic uh, and it shakes again and it budges further it's like the city itself is giving birth. And then with a final shake, a ghost-like spectral green serpent rises from the ground, uh, dividing the the city in two halves as it twists around it, encircling the whole city and its hair, its head, rises up in the sky and as the missiles pass through the serpents they disappear as if they were never there Mm. the channel left by the serpent in between the western and eastern part of the city is filled by a river uh, as the serpent uh, lies down uh, around the city uh, shimmering uh, before it solidifies into a green wa- a green wall uh, that complete, uh, completely engulfs Centralia. 
the buildings in the city change ever so subtly, get slightly more erratic twists to them, uh, become made of a material they were previously not made of. Uh, people are confused, uh, bewildered, but it's it's a wonder what you can get used to. Moreover, the contract that the four of you made with the different factions, uh, the agreements you made, a spectral force enforces them so that this is how it is. This is the truth uh, of the city. And it becomes. And there's many things that they say about the city that was known as Centralia. They say it's headed by a shadow king. They say that a vampire elder uh, meets out justice in the city. They say a shadowy cabal of masked men and women uh, stay at their own uh, agenda to make sure it remains a fair and just place. They say there is a little bar known as the Waxing Candle where you can learn deep truths about yourself. Uh, about yourself. They say in the city now known as Cytralia, there is four people who wrote their own stories. And this is what they say about them. Elias is indeed heading to opposition keeping in close contact towards Bean Society. Trying to keep Centralia the city that it is and will continue to be under his watch. Been trying to write a new constitution to help make vampires and other creatures more or less the same in the eye of the law. And sometimes when he's alone in his office that used to be Quicks. He likes to find out what Edgar Bedlin have been up to and if they're doing well. And if maybe he could give them a little help in the shadows. In, in the city of Cytralia, you can find a man who sits in a position he isn't completely happy with. Long ago, he made a promise that would help protect the city after he made a deal that would have harmed it. Sitting in an office with one Lazarus, keeping him in check while they keep the city in check. After all, we can't have another enclave. We must make sure of that. And 
Well. Madeline never was somebody who really knew her place in the world, much as she liked to pretend otherwise. Now even less so. But somehow that's not scary anymore. She doesn't mind. She makes it a mission, in fact, to find people who maybe feel the same way, who aren't coping with the changes, who maybe who don't know, maybe they're scared as well, and she wants to tell them it's alright to just embrace it. And <laughs> yeah. Knights, you can find her beside this man. This man she loves. This man she's come to love more than anyone. And she'll stick with him. Pretty much wherever he goes. In the city of Cytralia, you can find this knight who worked for another kingdom long ago and if you find him above the bar where the where you can learn deep truths about yourself you will find him willing to do anything for you he doesn't deal in cash he deals in favors he helps those who need who need it most takes for as little pay as possible. What he wants for the world is truth and justice and beauty to be found again, whenever it's taken out of order. Some call him a vigilante, others say he's just some rogue, he's just some rogue. But you can find him every now and again during the middle of the night dancing with his lady on the top roof of the apartment amidst underneath the stars to some old song from long ago that he thinks is the greatest thing in the world. Like And so that's how the tale of how Centralia became Cytralia uh, ended for these four who were instrumental in its creation and birth. They tell many strange tales in Cytralia, and as of recently, one of the strangest is that of a centipede as big as a train and made of paper, crawled into a certain office where a radio host were hosting his show. Come on, Marion. I did my part of the bargain. Now where is the train? <sighs> Stupid thing. It must be busted or something. No, the time's right, K2. <sighs> Wait, what's that noise? Oh, Jesus! Oh! 
god, okay. Well, folks, my ride's here. Uh, well, ladies, folks, and gentlemen, so long is not goodbye. I'll see you in Season 3, Masks of Nyarlathotep. See you next time. Lips on smiling, lips of rosy hue. I must leave, and you're blue. Lips beguiling, just forget to sigh. So long is not goodbye. Cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio. Won't you give me a smile when I go? You shouldn't look so blue because everyone loves that smile of yours. Cheerio when the moon sails along. In your heart, sing a bright little song. Someday I'll away your troubles and woes, cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio. Cheerio, cherry lips.